Episode three, Sam Fouch Show. I'm here at Wave One downtown with Mr. Jim Borthwick. How are we doing today, Jim? Doing great, Sam. How are you doing? Best day of my life. Love it. Jim, I'm going to let you do an intro. Give me, uh, tell, the, tell the wonderful fans we have here, give them a, a taste of what you're into, what you got going. What we're up to? Okay. Um, well, my name is Jim, and I work with and for Let's Convention. Let's Convention is a online booking platform or travel agency. We partner with homeowners, investors, property managers across the country, coast to coast, and uh, we really lean into providing lodging solutions for convention traffic. So think of like if you're wanting to go to a convention, a trade show, or an expo, you're coming to a market, and you need a place to stay. Obviously, there's a lot of big sites out there that have been around for a while. Everyone knows those. Um, this is a real niche one. We're really focused on the business traveler, the corporate traveler, and the uh, convention traveler. And we've so we work with, on obviously, on the guest side, on the travel side, make sure we provide them the best travel and convention solutions. But uh, what I'm really excited about to talk to you today is about just the benefits on the, the host side. So a lot of our hosts are property managers, they're real estate investors, they're um, maybe they're sole proprietors, or they're just, you know, they have one investment house, a couple investment houses. And what Let's Convention does is it allows them to really lean into a, what we like to think of as, as kind of a preferred type of traveler. So you get... Uh, when you're dealing with convention travel or business travel, these are typically people who are at the house. You know, they're they're out early in the morning. They come back late at night. And a lot of them just need a comfortable place to stay, a place to you know cook a meal, comfortable place to to sleep at night. It doesn't really typically get the normal wear and tear that you would on a house if they're you know coming in town for like a bachelor party or yep. sort of birthday party things like that. So, and also typically with a convention booking or travel booking, they typically um, they stay a little bit longer. It's not like a traditional weekend, you know, birthday party. It's, you know, a convention can normally be like four or five nights. Um, and, and if you do a good job that time, you can typically stay, you know, if you, you can host them again next year, because a lot of these conventions are annual conventions. Like here in India, you have, you know, Gen Con, FFA, stuff like that. Gotcha. So it's really just trying to help homeowners, uh, investors, uh, a lot of, we work with a lot of property managers and just trying to find ways not to, uh, replace some of the websites they're on right now, but yep. also it's going to help complement them and to help optimize their traffic. Really? So you're kind of just that middleman making both sides of the spectrum more money in, well, in yeah, a sense. Well, we're trying to provide value to both sides. Yeah, yeah, correct. So we're trying to provide value to our guests. They might hop on a really large site and kind of be overwhelmed with different search results. Exactly. They might be asking like, hey, I'm coming in town for this uh, conference or something like that. I want to make sure that I'm a, a quick walk away or a yeah. quick drive away. And, and you know, Having a, you know, we've been hosting for a long time and we also have some pretty good experience in, in the property management side. And, and so we kind of know a lot of those questions they're already asking. So we will, on, on the guest side, we want to provide value, make sure that everything's kind of custom tailored toward making sure they have a good experience. And then obviously on the host side, yeah, we're, we want to make sure we connect as many of those travelers with the hosts and, and provide a, a good positive platform for them to do that. So from there, it's, it, but it's more of a niche to where the homeowners are people are people that are like located near a convention center, right? Or yeah, can yeah, it primarily. be can it be any other type of homeowner, or is that what you're trying to hit? Is just so we're uh, when we talk about homeowners, we're talking about short term rentals or okay. SDR, so like or vacation home rentals or people who are on like uh, VRBO, Expedia, Airbnb, things like that. Uh, we talk with a lot of property managers uh, who, or or homeowners or investors who. You know, maybe they have one house, maybe they have three or four houses. Uh, it, the idea is to get your sales net as big as possible. Yeah. So, you know, me, I have a background in, in property managing for, for short-term rentals. And the goal is to make sure your sales net is, is as big as you can to make sure you can reach as, as big of an audience as you can. So we're not saying, hey, you know, we, we love those larger sites. 
we, we want to make sure that people know that, hey, this isn't to replace any of those. These are to kind of help complement people's existing business on that. So with a specific type of travel, we're really going after trying to find homeowners and to fill those calendars, put, you know, heads on beds when it comes to, you know, business heads travel, business travel, corporate travel, convention travel, things like that, which we find, honestly, uh, if you're taking a look at a, a year long calendar, that's at least here in, in Indianapolis, is which we've had the most experience up to this point. Uh, most of our traffic we're seeing on the, the hosting side is relating to that type of convention and business tra yeah. traffic anyway. And so, yeah, we're just trying to make that connection for people. How did you get to this point? How did you, what did you go through? What were the, the hoops, I should say, to come up with this idea? What did you do prior? Um, I know you mentioned some property management. Yeah. If you could get into that, how that kind of works. Say somebody, even myself, I've thought about wanting to do property management in my future. Right. How, how does that get into how that process works, et cetera? Yeah, great question. So, uh, I've been involved in hospitality and customer service for quite a while. Gotcha. Uh, always a strong interest and passion. I, I would probably say I, I don't have the strongest uh, real estate background that some of your guests might have on the show. I know this is a uh -huh. kind of a real estate geared uh, investor type podcast, uh, yep. but my background in DNA has always been on uh, customer side, hospitality side, and have uh, we did a we started a short term rental property management or I like to call it host management uh, company a, 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 quite a while ago and. That was just based locally here in Indy. So we started with one house, then we kind of grew that to a couple houses, and then we were starting to do uh, other markets. Uh, sometimes we work with like an investor out in California. Gotcha. They might have a house here in Indy. We would be host managing for that house, and they're like, hey, I also have a house uh, kind of down in the Louisville area. Yep. We need some help uh, consulting in you know, Fort Worth or up in Michigan or wherever. And so over those years and over those different, you know, different seasons, we started seeing a lot of correlation and a lot of similarities like, hey, you know, we're looking at the our calendar at, for the, this past year, you know, quite a bit of that was business travel, convention travel. How can we kind of sink in and kind of lean into that a little bit more to kind of help benefit some of these homeowners that we're working for? And then we were getting kind of those sort of ideas going on at the same time. A lot of these homeowners were like, or a lot of the, the guests were like, hey, love what you guys are doing here. Yeah. We just came to you from Chicago. Now we're going down to Louisville, Nashville, and Orlando. Like, do you, how can do we you have, have how can we have yeah. places down here? And so you know, we we have a pretty good idea of who our industry neighbors are, and mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite parts about this community. Uh, whether it's you know promoting uh, other hosts out there, other yep. websites, uh, the whole community is, is very supportive of each other, and I've always really really enjoyed that. So we're like, okay, how can we kind of uh, connect some of these travelers with some of these other homeowners or or uh, these property managers in other markets. And that's kind of how this idea kind of came about is, hey, let's kind of make a platform that we can kind of connect the business and convention traveler with as many homeowners as we can. And because you said you had some property management background. What did you notice, say, from a typical property manager would do a month-to-month, -month manage a, a property month-to-month -month with tenants? How, what did what did you notice pros, cons in managing, say, a property? Because I know you've done both month-to-month -month or short-term. What were your pros and cons sure. yeah. that you saw? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, a great question. And a lot of people are always wondering, you know, why would you do a short-term rental as Versus, opposed to a long-term exactly, rental? Yeah, exactly. So, and, and there are pros and cons to both. Yep. I would say uh, my experience is, is definitely more so, so side on, on the short-term basis. Um, but a lot of the reasons we see people switch from the long-term the, to the short-term is obviously on the monetary side of things because typically if you have a house that's close to some good lead magnets, mm -hmm. whether you're close to the airport, you're close to the convention center, yep. you're close to like the stadium, Lucas Oil, Banker's Life, things like that. Uh, sometimes like throughout the, the throughout the calendar, you have one or two events a month. Yeah. You, some of those events, you can make just as much if not more in those four days as you can an entire 
month's worth of like a traditional year long. So you can upcharge because of what's basically like how an Uber upcharges if some big event. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a lot of that's when you're hosting or or host managing for a house or for somebody, you're a lot of it's managing the calendar, making Mm. sure that you're, you're uh, locking in your appropriate night minimums, making sure, you know, for Gen Con, you're probably going to charge two or three times more than a typical than like somebody on like an off peak season, like in January, February, same thing with like Indy 500. So like here for Indianapolis, for example, there's one big event every month. You want to make sure that you have like a four night minimum. Yep. You kind of double, triple, quadruple your prices. So like April, it's FDIC, uh, April is FDIC, like May is Indy 500. Yep. June, you have like, you know, team beach pod, things like that. Um, so you just want to make sure that you're making sure you're doing the best you can to not leave money on, on the table for your, your customers and your clients. And so, um, yeah, I would say uh, that's a benefit is obviously the optimization. A lot of short-term rentals make a lot more. Uh, obviously, this year is kind of out the window a little bit. That's what I was going to say. I know a little COVID, bit different with COVID, COVID yeah. did, its, did its due diligence that with is, short-term. Yeah. And that's why you seem to be reverting. You've had to to some of your clients go back to the long-term rental game because... We're saying longer term, yeah. I mean, it's because not, that's still just, not year-long yeah, lease. Um, with the would, whole country shutting down, yeah, you know, that was different. Yeah, you don't, re- we don't get a lot of trade shows. You get more. Yeah, I yeah. mean. But we're still seeing a pretty good uptick. In, um, so it's interesting whether it's us talking to hosts mm-hmm. um, or like us on the, the Let's Convention side. We're still seeing a pretty good uptick of business and corporate travel. So Really? For example. Which is uh, crazy. That's awesome. We, uh, we connected with um, an office manager in Atlanta who's like, hey, we have four or five different construction projects across the country. Gotcha. And we are a little hesitant to be going in and out of these hotels with the shared lobbies and stuff like that. It's easier for us to just go into a short-term rental, book it for a couple of weeks, whatever. Um, And then she comes to us and she's like, hey, I've been looking for a couple hours. I found you guys. Uh, Maybe, you know, can you help us? So we got them squared away in Indy. And she's like, hey, now I have a place in like Raleigh or out in the Colorado Springs, things like that. And so we call that our corporate concierge piece. But yeah. basically, um, the idea would be whether it's during COVID or not, a short-term rental could definitely um, stay on par, if not out, see and optimize on a long-term basis. And then, of course, you have, you know, it goes without saying, uh, a long-term basis, a lot, of, a lot of people are hesitant, like, hey, well, my house, if it's a short-term rental, will it, you know, is it going to get, like, trashed by a party? Yeah, or, like, like bachelor party, things like I do that. Know, sorry, it, I do know short-term rentals have more cleaning. Can they do yeah, more? precisely. Can they hurt the property more with having more foot traffic? I think if you're a, a real estate investor or a homeowner, you're going to really like the short-term rental model because it allows your house to be professionally cleaned okay. dozens, if not hundreds of times throughout the year. Exactly. Whereas you could have um, a long-term tenant. You know, most long-term tenants, of course, are, are great, but you yes. could have a long-term tenant where you're not even really seeing have a good pulse on the house um, for you know months, if not maybe a year at a time. You might not know what's going you know. Uh, short-term rental, not saying that those are bad, but short-term exactly. rental, you really know like the condition of your house. It's really being professionally maintained yeah. for you. So you really, from that perspective, it gives you flexibility. It gives you a good pulse on your investment. You get it professionally cleaned uh, dozens of times throughout the year. And uh, most importantly, we feel like it optimizes a lot more, more money. on a short-term basis than a long-term basis, exactly. for sure. What about if someone, say, wanted to get into that realm or the property management game, what would be your advice to curate more leads, get that first client, and then what would they expect to make mistakes on that you dealt with, say, with your first few clients, the problems or the pitfalls? So I would say anybody who's looking to like host a short-term rental or if they're wanting to host on behalf of somebody else, um, definitely make sure you know your market's calendar. Yes. Because, I mean, it doesn't take a lot for on any platform, whether it's Let's Convention or some of 
these larger platforms that are out there. Um, it, it's pretty user friendly to get up and get started. And there's going to be a lot of travel that's happening pretty organically. But the main optimization is going to happen once you are looking at some of your larger events. So, for yeah. example, you might create a listing, but if you're not managing your calendar correctly, you could have like a Super Bowl or an Indy 500 that's not booked like 10 months out yeah. where you could be having like a four or five night minimum on that for, you know, 10 times what you have it listed for. And someone books it for two nights for like way, way less. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're leaving a ton of money on the table. And then at scale, you know, if you have like uh, two or three of those every month, uh, for the whole year, then you're, you're potentially like uh, cutting yourself short thousands of dollars. Exactly. So that's a big, big, big thing is to make sure that you kind of manage your calendar, make sure you have the appropriate night minimums, make sure that you're pricing it correctly, making yep. sure you're taking care of the cleaners. They're, those are super, super important to make sure that they're, they feel loved and they're, they're being yep. taken care of appropriately. They're your boots on the ground. They're your for first sure. line of defense. Um, then also I would say to anyone getting started in this is there's a it's a great community out there. Yep. Um, there's a lot of different meetup groups. There's a lot of different uh, educational things online, whether it's on YouTube or different uh, host managers that a lot have a lot of their educational content that yep. is available for people to kind of dig into. But it's a really positive and strong community that's always encouraging each other. So whether it's uh, just kind of talking shop like we are doing here or yep. they're meeting up at coffee shops or at meetup groups or just, you know, uh, bouncing off ideas and, you know, yep. Facebook groups and things like that. There's so many people out there who just have a willingness to help. And that's one of my favorite, favorite parts about this whole thing on any side of it is just getting to know other people and kind of seeing what's working for them. And yes. I would encourage anyone um, before they get started, while they get started, you know, kind of take the mantra of kind of forever being a student, you know, always. So you never, I'm not a master of anything. I'm not an expert on any, any of this, <laughs> but uh, I always like to try to tell people, like, just be forever a student and always ask questions and learn and uh, do a lot of listening to people who've been doing it for a while. And there's always things that I'm learning every single day from this community. And it seems like, to hit a couple points, it seems like to say maybe to curate business in the property management realm, it has to be a lot of networking. It's not like you're selling some product or some like window tint, for example. That's more of could be anybody, anybody who drives a vehicle. But when you're dealing with property management, you have to go to those meetups, go places, and actually you're dealing with investors or right. someone who just has one home. Technically, they're still an investor that they want to just make a little extra income. You have to right. literally get out, talk to people. I guess you could go on to bigger pockets for them. I don't know if you've ever done that and try to curate business that way. Not but as much as I should. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, get, but getting out there I bet most of your business so was probably from one-to-one -one making a building rapport with someone say, right. Hey, I, you know, I do property management, blah, 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 doing that kind of side of things. But another thing that I've noticed, I've, I've done some stuff with Jim is you definitely have to be a communicator and you have to try or you have to try in the, in the property management realm. Right. It's uh, it's a lot of in it's at least in the short term game, because gosh, you're filtering new guests and you're having to clean right. up, deal with cleaners, deal with this, talk to that. It's a, it's a lot of, a lot of communicating. Right. Um, so let's, let's go from there. Let's move into, so we talked property management, we talked um, Lutz Convention. So what's the next move? What's, uh, what's your, or how, let's, let's scratch that. How did you adapt during COVID? During COVID, obviously, you know, we're just like everybody else, we're, we're feeling it, um, whether it's, you know, with the convention centers closing, yep. you know, events having to reschedule. So a lot of events are instead of uh, like meeting at a conference center that a lot yep. of them are kind of doing some sort of like virtual thing or some virtual hybrid. Makes sense. Um, but we've really leaned into the kind of our corporate concierge piece of, Hey, are, are you a, an office manager who needs to find uh, lodging for your, your work group? Or sometimes you have different work groups that are, uh, you know, 
going on at the same time in different markets and being able to provide whether it's people like that or a lot of traveling nurses, mm. um, being able to provide a, a clean, safe, uh, comfortable place mm. that if they're in town for a couple of weeks, sometimes that turns into a, a little bit longer, um, making sure that the house, you know, we're in the business of putting heads on beds. So yes. obviously for the homeowners, they want to make sure that, hey, um, wh while it is COVID, there are still people traveling. There are, yep. are still people who need lodging. There are still, you know, bills that need to be paid. Yep. And, you know, we're very, very, very sensitive to that. So it might not be the type of traveler that we're used to having when it comes to, you know, exactly. this time of year we're used to having, you know, here in Indianapolis, for example, we have, you know, this is the time of year for uh, Drum Corps International and mm -hmm. Gen Con and, you yep. know, FFA is right around, it should be right around the corner. But now we're looking at, you know, how can we connect with as many traveling nurses as possible? Mm. If you're come, if you just took a job with Eli Lilly here in Indianapolis, mm. you know, do you need a place for a couple of weeks while smart. you're, smart, you know, you know, shopping around for buying a house and things yep. like that? So, a really a good opportunity just to make sure that the houses are full, uh -huh. um, and also while you have a little less burn and turn, um, it's a great time to focus on systems. Yes, that's, so it, you know, well, it's more or less not having that scarcity mindset and going and looking for the opportunity versus taking the loss, you know, yeah. closing up shop more or yeah. less. I mean, systems are, I mean, those, those are so critical to, and that's with any business. Yeah. Any, any business or any, any early stage startup, you know, when you're really, really during a traditional busy season, like right yes. now, if this was this time last year, I wouldn't have a lot of time to focus on doing wholesale evaluations, yep. you know, top to bottom. Hey, what's working? What's not working? Mm -hmm. But normally that's done during the winter or so off peak, if you will. Yep. Uh, now during COVID, you know, I, I feel it's a really good opportunity for people to, uh, you know, look what's working, what's not working. How can we make, you know, get better tomorrow than we are today? And then, you know, and because you know, we, we're, we're human just like everyone else. We've, exactly. we've, we've, we've made plenty more mistakes than we have, you know, successes. And we try to, you know, you learn a lot more from those mistakes and you learn a lot from, you know, improving your processes and your systems. And so that's what we, we're always striving to do that. And I think that this COVID season has really allowed us a lot of time to uh, make sure we're, you know, make, you know, working smart, as smart as we can to make sure that when things do come back, because uh, there is going to be a, a yes. pretty large travel swell, For a lot sure. of needed lodging and things like that, that yeah. we're, because it'll be harder to work on systems during that, you know, you're just gonna, of course. your bandwidth is going to be all taken up. Uh -huh. If someone was starting property management from your take, what mistakes did you make that they could learn from in the beginning? So with Let's Convention, we're talking to different hosts, property managers, investors all the time. And so whether it's from our background on that or kind of hearing some of their stories, uh, different mistakes that people hear, Looking at like we talked about a little bit earlier, not giving as much uh, TLC to the calendar management is, mm. is always, always huge. A lot of people also like to, when it comes to the short-term rental perspective, you never want to cut corners on your cleaning process. Mm. So yep. as we're talking, to like as we're onboarding hosts on the, to the Let's Commission on the Blicking platform, um, a lot of our hosts and our, our different like host managers or property managers, a lot of them focus on three things and same thing, three things that we kind of folk, you know got brought up on along the way. Yep. You're focusing on uh, listing management, uh, mm. guest management, and cleaning management. And so, what do we mean by those things? So, listing management, you're you're building your listing. You have it priced appropriately, the appropriate night minimums, so on and so forth. Um, making sure you're marketing to the appropriate. You know, hey, if you have a house that's in the countryside, maybe you're going toward you know farm weddings or or whatever. If you're by the airport, you want to get that type of travel. Or if you're next to the basketball stadium, you know, get those type of events, the NBA combine. Anyway. Um, Guest management, you're making sure you get the guests checked in, checked out, get them locked in for next year, make nice. sure they had a good experience. And then cleaning management, make sure that the house is reset, restocked in a, in a proper time. You don't want the house being sitting empty 
and then when it could be getting a guest, you really can't reopen for business until the house is reset and restocked. And so uh, one thing I see very commonly as we're talking to hosts across the country and the, from our own experience kind of, kind of being brought up in this industry is, you know, you, you never want to cut corners when it comes to that. I can't tell you how many nightmares that yeah. I've had personally. I've seen yeah. other people have or you feel like, you know, that's, that's one place you, you don't want to neglect when it comes. You want to make sure that, you know, product is first. You want to make sure the yes. guest experience is first. And you don't want to kind of cut corners when it comes to your your cleaning processes, your checklists, your restocking, just the people you're working with, taking the extra time to vet and verify them. Because it can be hard, you know. I, I've gone through it myself uh, countless times. So you, you're super busy. You're in a bind. Maybe your afternoon is double booked. You don't, you know, you're, you're just calling down. You're looking down your phone list. You need someone over there to get it reset. But yep. you really, as a, whether you're a homeowner, just doing it by yourself, or you're with some sort of larger host management group or property management group, you really want to make sure you have your cleaning side and systems down pat and you're not skimping on that at all um and i feel like everybody kind of, i can say that as something to look out for but uh -huh. i feel like everyone kind of goes through that and we're no stranger to that either um, but that's that's always something to kind of if you're getting started make sure that you the the cleaning 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 it's not cleaning. The, not the cleaning funnest thing like to do the, yeah but ev everyone business, has to kind of get on their their hands and knees and you know scrub the toilets do the dishes make sure the, the sheets are clean you know it's it's hard to you know, people are, you know, converting from, they're, they're traveling different. So yes. whereas before in the past, they might have used taxis. Now they're using Ubers, you know, yes. I don't think that short term rentals are ever going to replace hotels, but more people are looking at it as an option for sure. And they, they don't want to sacrifice on quality. And so the last thing you want is to someone, you know, walk into your house and, you know, see a, a bed hasn't been made yep. or to see this corner of the bathroom hasn't been touched. And so those sort of like less than glamorous aspects of it, it may not be anyone's like first choice of something to think about or to lose sleep over, but they definitely need just as much, if not more, of attention than anything else. And I would definitely always recommend that to anyone getting started. And we remind ourselves that every day. Yeah, and from and this is any business, but from shadowing Jim, working with him a couple times, I, you definitely have to be problem. Any problem, look for that solution. Yeah, you have to be on your toes, always solving problems, putting out fires. I've seen it firsthand where it's just on the phone. I got a problem. Let me get a solution. It's yeah. a that's definitely something that it's nice to see. Yep. Um, so what about in the future? What's uh, any any moves with that you can think of vision-wise with Let's Convention? And sure, yeah. So uh, Let's Convention, we couldn't be more excited for, uh, you know, obviously the, the upcoming convention circuit where, where est you know, no one knows for sure, but we're, we're hoping that there can be some some events and conferences that, go, that come back here yep. uh, this upcoming spring. Um, but as far as the future, we're really looking into uh, being a kind of a one-stop shop for anything on the travel or convention side of things. So obviously gotcha. uh, lodging will be our foundational product. Gotcha. Uh, if somebody is also needing um, some promotional things, like if they need like a, some sort of thing to put on a table or like, you know, convention swag bags or products, or maybe they need like a rental car or a flight or something like that, we're, we're making those partnerships and having those product uh, solutions available on the platform as well. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, but really just trying to be, you know, we want to be a, a yes business. I use this example all the time, but I, um, here actually in India, I was working for a, a restaurant up north, Corner Grill, and our boss, uh, CT, shout out CT, he would be at our pre-shift meetings. He'd be like, hey, um, we are a yes business. Yes. He ingrained that like right from the start. He's like, if, if, you don't, you, if you don't have an answer for your guest at the table, you know, just, you know, 
we're going to find it for you. Yeah. And so, for example, if we serve Coca-Cola at, at Kona Grill, if they ask for a Pepsi, then you grab a pitcher, you walk across the street to Mitchell's Seafood, yeah. grab them a pitcher of Pepsi and bring it back to the table. So we're a yes restaurant. And I've, I've really tried to take that mantra and, and apply that to some of the other businesses that we're into. Hey, we want to be a yes business. So if you're coming in town for uh, this or that, or you need this solution or that, you know, even if you don't see it on our site or if you don't see that, you know, we're, we're, we're happy to help any way we can. Well, give your uh, give your social gem, give the URL to sure yeah letsconvention.com is where people can find us. Um, we're also affiliated with a uh, host helping host group, which is just a, a group of uh, hosts out there on uh, Facebook or out there in kind of social media land where people are kind of sharing best practices or kind of connecting with each other, you know, swapping different checklists, things like that, promoting different networking events. But let's convention is where you can find us. And, um, if anyone ever has, uh, whether you're on the platform or not, or even if you think you need or, or want to be involved in that type of travel or not, if you're just kind of getting involved in the short terminal industry and just want to talk shop, uh, we love, that's what my favorite part about this industry, as I said before, is just connecting with people just getting started or people who are maybe several steps ahead of me and maybe we, yep. we can kind of shop, you know, swap stories and kind of learn from each other. And I would encourage anyone to reach out anytime. Uh, we're, we're happy to, to, to talk to people and to connect, make those connections. Yep. And mine's uh, Samuel Fouch. I'm, uh, it's the Sam Fouch Show. I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube, just Samuel Fouch. And then um, I'm on every social, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, um, just an aspiring real estate agent getting in the, in the podcast realm, interviewing the, uh, the rock stars of oh. the industry. Hey, you're doing a great job. I mean, you, you're, it's, uh, I've been watching you for a while, Sam, and I've gotten the, the chance to get to know you and a lot of people uh, in this office and uh, just kind of watching your journey as you're going along is, is nothing short of fantastic. You're doing it's a great job. You're really into people and that's going to take you, uh, take you a lot of good places. Love real estate. That's a wrap. Episode three. <laughs>